fueled by C4, Cellucor, and Extend. Use the code Clydesdale to get 20% off the checkout at C4Energy.com. On Clydesdale Media, where we bring you the widest array of content here on our YouTube channel. Make sure you like and subscribe to the channel. Hit that notifier so you first know when new episodes are available. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the 2024 CrossFit game season, day one. Oh, just kidding. We still got it. We got to close out 2023. Yeah. So that's what we're here for. We are back in Ohio. Not even, not even 24 hours. I know. Uh, Damien, Jody, thanks for jumping in. Damien, your wife, so pleasant. Got to ask, does she work for Born Primitive or does she just volunteer for the games? Throwing it out there. So, Amy and I drove back partway Sunday night. Mm -hmm. Thank God we did, because we hit a time-space continuum yesterday. I, I that swear, slowed everything down like two hundred percent. That felt like we were in the car all day. It did. It it was awful. Speaking of, did you make make an appointment to get your brakes fixed? Ah, uh, not yet. Okay, that's I'll, I'll get that done. I get paid Friday. This is why you gotta leave at like four in the morning. No, no way. What time did yeah, you get? Home? We'll go ahead. Twelve. Yeah. Maybe eleven thirty. Yeah. Hi, Judy. Did you uh? Did did uh, Lisa drive it all, or did you do it all? No, all me. Like a truck driver. Same here. Amy offered. I did offer. Amy offered. Um, I didn't fall asleep. You did uh, not. She, Correct. She worked, for, she worked for BP, but yesterday was her last day. Oh. So. Yeah, I, I did not fall asleep in the car when I was coming home to Schweitzer. We listened to several episodes of Smart List Podcast. Mm. Yeah, I highly recommend the Ryan Reynolds episode. Yeah, if you just want to laugh. The other, th the other thing we did is we called my wife at like eleven o'clock at night, oh, and God. she went on a comedy routine that almost had me drive off the side of the road. That is, this is accurate. I mean, when she gets on a roll, I mean, all, all you were saying was, "Listen, we had a goal all week that we were only going to have one acai bowl," and. The lines were so crazy. Everybody got their acai bowl. I didn't get mine because the line was too long. So I was kind of complaining about that. And um, she goes, acai, I just learned how to say chipotle. Now you're going to want to expect me to learn a new word to say? No way. She's like, these damn millennials and calling things these weird names. Oh, my gosh. At 11 o'clock at night, it just had me in stitches. It, it was. We were also probably a little slap happy from the adrenaline highs and drops. Yeah. Uh, Jody, it is the, the podcast Smartless. Smartless. It's hosted by Sean Hayes, Jason Bateman, and Will Arnett. Uh, they started it during the pandemic as a way to kind of connect with each other. Um, it's pretty, pretty good. Mm -hmm. uh, Damien is feeling bloated from consuming so much great content. 
so that's kind of where I wanted to start because okay. when you're, when you're live at the event, you are clueless, it's clueless true. to all the other content going on, clueless as to what other stuff, you don't even know what's being said about the athletes because you're telling your own story in your head, watching the events. <clears throat> and we, we were so wiped out at the end of each day. We would do, a, we would eat, do a show, go to sleep. That was it. So it's funny because today I, I started consuming some of the content just to see what other people were doing. And it's so funny to hear like that Amanda Hari had a, an interview with BKG and what happened to him. Yeah. Like we had, we had no idea. We were just guessing. Right. I didn't know Ellie Turner was injured. I was like, man, she's really kind of running slow on this. Uh, and then I could finally see all the tape on her back, but like, seeing things live you don't get to know what what the, the commentators are saying other than the people on the floor but yeah and so you're really telling your own narrative as to what you're seeing on the floor and kind of what we wanted to cover each night and i had no idea what others were doing or any of that stuff so i did catch some raw butter today i have to say like so when you meet your heroes, it's not always what you think it's going to be, right? And before I got into this this line of work or whatever this is, um, careful, careful. I was a huge Buttery Bros fan. I'm not, and I'm not digging on them at all. Please, I'm not going there. But, you know, they're there to work. And when you're in the press room, it's very different than what you see kind of on air. Right? Yeah. It's very like head down, got to get the content out. But when you see what they shoot their talent of just shooting the action on the floor is so freaking good. Mm -hmm. I, I just, I props to them because yeah. I was watching the, the workout footage and I was just blown away. I mean, I think it's fair to say, I mean, obviously, I mean, they are true professionals in this, right? This is a, um, something they have a lot of experience with. They have the eye, the creative content, um, for people, you know, like myself, you know, like, whoa, this is just a hobby kind of jumping on here, learning as we're going, you know, that aspect. Yeah. So. so, Charlie, you came home early. Did you consume anything? Um, like, I mean, I watched it. Yeah, I watched it um, Saturday, Sunday. So definitely better than the earlier stages of it. Um, the only thing I would say is, and I know it's a important thing for ESPN, but showing the early heats would be better. It just kind so of pops he, in. So ESPN would show like heat four and not one through three. So you have no idea, you know, what happened how if somebody won the event in heat three yeah, or posted yeah. the highest score, mm. what happened? Like when Mertens, now you could have watched it on. Uh, yeah, but if, if you're just a non-crossfitter, just, you know, happened to pop on ESPN, you wouldn't know how to follow it. Correct. Yeah. You'd hear, oh, Col Mer Colton Mertens won the event. And you're like, well, who's he? Where's he at? Yeah. 
And I want to see a guy who's shorter than a log and still jumping over it. Dude. Not to mention the box box of getovers. Right. Jeez. Although he is closer to the the ground, so his burpees are probably you know pretty quick. Burpees and squats. Yeah. Real easy. Mm-hmm. We also worked with, um, I would say, Colton Merton's number one fan this week, <laughs> and that would be Teddy Williams, by far. by far. I mean, yeah. the guy gets giddy every time Colton gets on the on the field. On the and floor. Teddy's a giddy guy anyway. Yeah. Right. So yeah. it goes to like ultimate giddy around when he gets some Colton Merton Merton's content. It's kind of like when I get around Con. Yeah, and now Aunt Haynes. Uh, he's not we, replacing though. He's, he's just, not replacing. He, he's a side piece. There's a one and there's a two. <laughs> mm, he and, hasn't even moved, moved up to one A. Uh, and I think it's just very clear that we that I have a type. And it includes tall, dark, man bun, and an accent. I didn't know. I had no idea. But I but I, I did. I mean, I knew. I don't know why you didn't know. <laughs> But, I don't know. but yeah, and, and yeah, I met him. Who's the, the guy from Mayhem? Um, who's Australian too? But you don't like him. He has all three. His three. No, no man. No man. It's not the man. It's yeah. If he's too clean cut. Judy reads like that. OMG, Aunt Haynes is one of my new faves, too. Yeah, I th I think uh, Aunt Haynes made a lot of fans this weekend. Uh, so, and he was, uh, and uh, Amy gets a shout out from Justin Kotler. Hi, Justin. Yeah, Con yep. is still number one. You can tell him, Justin. Yep, Con is still number one, but... Um... Yeah, I mean, I, I just have oh. this type, but it's fine. So since Justin's in the chat, dude, your girl, most improved, top five finish. Whew. You were very, I did a pre-interview with Justin for the documentary about Alex. He was very bold in saying that the expectations put on her are not too high and that she is able to live up to those. And now I got to do a post with Justin to get, some stuff for the doc about how the weekend went. Um, so I'll be texting you, Justin, just so you know. Um, but how did, how did that feel that a top five finish uh, just two years into the game, three, two, three years to the game? Pretty awesome. And getting to hang out with Jake this weekend was fun. That man, that man yeah. loves his wife. Oh, my Listen, God. And you talk about the Buttery Bros. That guy also does great work with the camera. He, he does. He does. He's, some of his shots were ridiculous. They were. And he's just learning. Like, he's learning on the fly. Uh, so he can't wait to share some of that stuff. We may got a lot of pictures of some athlete, but I don't know why. It was weird, but. What? Who? It's fine. You? Me? No, him. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Jake got a lot of Alex. Yeah, it was weird that he was getting so many of her. 
Justin says, nowhere where she's going to be. It's amazing. And she's so, so humble and so cool. Oh, my gosh. So, like, she came up in this. She came up to the media room in this, like, sombrero. Not sombrero. Uh, it was a moo A moo Yeah, okay, moo-moo. <laughs> uh, it was a moo Just kind of chilling. No shoes. Just hanging out. Um, but like so humble. It's just really cool to, uh, to, uh, to see what she's done in such a short amount of time. And Justin's, I know he's stoked for her and stoked for the opportunity. Um, and we're learning counting today, Charlie. Uh, I don't know what, you? apparently they're counting us down. All right. Um, so, let's talk about uh, the event. Okay. What do we think about overall test? No swimming involved. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. Barbell didn't show up until oh. the, the night of the next to last day. Yep. Um, that was asked in the press conference on Sunday. Dave said he felt it was still a very well-rounded uh, and complete test and that it doesn't need to be done with the barbell. Yeah. yeah. I thought the programming was fine. Really. I thought there was a couple of things that seemed, um, I think were a little bit kind of gimmicky, like, and, and I said this on our thing, like if, the first thing that we're broadcasting on ESPN is the um, the pullovers. It just kind of kind of seems like I know it's a great gymnastics movement, but it just kind of seems like a silly thing to put on as the first thing that we're broadcasting on ESPN. Yeah, but people who don't know think butterflies are silly. Okay. Yeah. True. Yeah, I remember uh, I was sitting somewhere in a waitress was like, "What are they doing?" Yeah. They were just doing butterfly pull-ups. Okay. Okay. Uh, Damien says sandbag uh, sales will go through the roof. Yeah. So, so yeah, I, I mean, I love a barbell. I really do. Um, I really honestly didn't notice it. I, I felt like some of the tests, it seemed very simple at times. Not that it wasn't testing fitness or no, not that it wasn't well-rounded, but like the um, the row, burpee over box, box jump thing. Just, I mean, it was very simple. Yeah. And I'm, yeah. I'm not saying it was bad. It just, I'm not sure how it translated uh, to TV. Yeah. Yeah. But I, uh, I mean, overall, I do. I agree. I think it was an overall complete test. I, I do. And I loved what Adler said um, at the press conference when we were talking to him about, you know, the lack of barbell. And he said, I love a barbell. And turns out I didn't need it. Yeah. And Laura echoed, said, I, same, same, same. Yeah. Yeah. I loved Helena. I thought that was a really cool workout. I love when they run out of the arena and back in. Yeah. yeah. Um. I thought that was super fun. 
Um, and they did great with the drone coverage on that. Um, uh, at least as I truly feel like no matter what was put on ESPN, there would be a group that wouldn't like it. Sure. I'm sure, sure. you're right. It, it's, it's an unknown sport. We have to do a better job marketing it before we get to the games. And Justin, I know, has, has preached this a lot with like the F1 series on Netflix, on um, the the full swing show on Netflix, things like that, where you get to know the the athletes and the characters in the story, and that's what you care about. So then, the the things they're doing become almost second to you wanting this person to do well, and then you figure out what the the stuff is. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So Eric's got something, a question here, and um, I'll, I'll tell you, I'll answer what I think, but it says, do you think the programming is confined to the ESPN schedule windows? Some of the events seem to have a quick turnarounds. Um, I do not think it was confined to that schedule window because that deal was signed an hour prior to um, the individual starting. And I think that that is way too late in the game to make uh, those big adjustments about where and when tests will be. There's just so much that goes behind the scenes on setting up events, having the floors, that there's there's just no way that they can wait to the last minute to make that change. I think that there is a push from Dave to shorten the days at the CrossFit Games. I think that's why you saw some quick turnarounds he was restricted in how much he could make changes, but um, at he did as much as he could at that point. And I think that he wanted the days to end earlier by Saturday. I was ready for the days to end earlier. Mm -hmm. I will say, even though but I love in terms of the, in terms of the ESPN coverage, it would, but see what will happen is you show an, they show an event and then it show the next event. It's all crammed into a half an hour. Mm -hmm. So it could be because of the late deal being done. This is this is how much time we have to put this on ESPN. So you're talking about the straight ESPN traditional broadcast, not the ESPN plus yeah. full coverage. Right. Okay. Right. <clears throat> yeah, I got confused by that on Friday trying to figure out how to see something. Um, and I was on like the regular ESPN and I'm like, this event happened like two hours ago. What are we? Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, crazy stuff. Mm -hmm. um, one one good thing. I have a couple. Uh, let's start with some good news. Yeah. So, anyway, on the, in the car on the way back, we're talking about people who had sneaky good weekends. Well, people that we usually usually start off strong and then kind of fizzle out when their, their main event is over. But. This one person stayed strong the whole week. So I actually added I added to my list after we had that discussion, two men, okay. two women that had sneaky good weekends. But the first okay. person that came to mind was Yonikoski. And Amy and I were talking about that in the car on the way home. Yeah. Um, dude finished sixth. Yes. Um, that is much higher than he normally finishes. Usually it's a couple endurance events, and then, and then he, he kind of kicked off. This year, sixth place finish. And we were at the same hotel with him last year, and he put his celebration on hard um, on after the games on Sunday. I can't imagine after a sixth-place finish how hard they were going uh, yeah. Sunday night. So probably the lack of barbell helped him is what you're saying. Uh, 
hey, you're you can make that stretch if you want. I'm pretty sure that is his best, Elise. I think it so, is. And and then I added to that Dallin Pepper, kind of the opposite end of the spectrum. Okay. Um, okay. A fifth place finish. He ends the weekend. He really wasn't up in that top group the whole weekend. You're right. And then by the end of it, bam, all of a sudden he's in fifth. And that kid, they're, like I've said that a couple times, there's going to be a moment where it all clicks for him, and he's going to be great. If well, he is mind when we're done with this part to talk about something about with Rookie of the Year, I just don't want to forget. Okay, go ahead. Okay. And then on the women's side, um, I have Emma Carey. She had some really bad incidents, finishes, whatever you want to call early in the weekend. Uh, The pig flip chipper where she couldn't get up and down the rope. Um, Some things like that. But she ends the weekend in eighth place. Mm -hmm. Um, So great comeback for her. And then Paige Powers, who a lot of analysts were saying coming into this year, uh, while she's improved a lot in that Wadapalooza win was great, uh, she couldn't finish top 10. And uh, she took 10th. She took 10th. So top 10 finished for her. Mm-hmm. I don't think you can leave out what Katrin did because she's on the back end of her career, I would say, in terms of individual. I agree. She's she showed improvement this year for sure. Like, you know, for she, she was up top for a while, and then the, the years back, she was kind of, you know, you could tell things were were different with her as people were progressing. Um, but yeah, she she did come back and have a, a strong showing. Who was that? Catherine. Catherine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, another person I I thought to mention is Bethany Shadburn, a fifteenth place finish. Mm-hmm. Um, with the back injury all year and a new approach, pretty phenomenal finish. Um, and with the back, she definitely has some pretty major holes with the Oli lift um, and all that, the heavy weight stuff. And she still uh, finished top, top 15, which is pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. So uh, you had something about Rook, unless you guys have another sneaky finish. No, um, I was just kind of looking over that. I, I, I agree. Like Yona was, was the big one. Um, yeah. No, and there was no swimming and he still won uh, on that first endurance event. Um, I would say Invictus. Cause you, yes, yeah. they're up there but you would expect it to be Nashville or move heavy or, you know, they weren't getting as much talk about as everyone else. And they basically killed it all weekend. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it's true. So to my rookie of the year question, here's what I was thinking about. So Olivia has been to the games before. Different, different category. It is, it is, but what about some of the other people that we were talking about for the rookie of the year? Yeah. I mean, I have a, I have a beef with the way they pick it. I think you should give it to the top finishing rookie, not, not a popularity contest. I thought that was very bizarre. 
Yeah, because uh, what about Yalahosta? Right, Bailey Martin. Yeah. Um, I think there was even no Shelby finished behind her. Okay. Um, yeah. so those are the four rookies. I just I just don't understand how, why it's a pick. Like it doesn't just doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, it should just be be known. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for years it was uh it was he wasn't named it at the awards. Oh, oh, okay, okay, yes, okay, sorry, Justin. Yes, I agree. And I did ask that question in the press conference. I said last year you guys had a male and a female rookie of the year, and this year you only chose one. What led to that decision? And Dave told me that for the for the past 15 years there was only one, and last year was the odd year out. And so from now on, it's just going to be one. So yeah. Um, Elise asked about, it wasn't because of her test win, but Yella had a, a test win as well, I believe. 5K. So, yeah, it makes no sense to me why it would be voted on. Yella had the best performance of any rookie. He should be rookie of the year. Mm -hmm. And that takes nothing away from Olivia. Great games. Yeah. Great job. She did not finish the best. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so now I'm probably going to do something that's going to piss people off. Shit. But it's it's just to reiterate a, a reel you put out yesterday. Oh, okay. Um, and we talked about this a little bit on our final night at the game show about Roman being named Spirit of the Games um, because of what he did on the floor, showing the courage and all of that stuff. And I contend that that's just what athletes do, right? Spirit of the Games is should be bigger than that. Um. And Amy put out a reel, and I have it paused in the section. So I'm going to share screen real quick. And here we go. Let me try to blow this up a little bit, maybe. Maybe not. There we go. So this is from five nights earlier. Two Masters athletes who had injured their calves and had to do one-legged double-unders in their event. This is just five nights before Masters athletes, and nobody saw it because they were filmed on an iPhone 4 hanging from the rafters. Right. Right. So <clears throat> while I think what Roman did was awesome, and mm -hmm. that's great, these 50-year-olds are doing the exact same thing. And to take it further, adaptive athletes are doing that. Right. So, um, yeah. I know also, Masters but, a lot of love. Go ahead, Masters Charlie. Oh, go ahead, Charlie. Oh, I was just going to say, I mean, the same as even if you kept it in individual, didn't BKG get hurt and still, because Olympic total, he did 95 pounds for right. reasons. I, I've never heard of what happened, but. So, if you watch Raw Butter, the minimum work requirement was to do 95 pounds. Right. That's why he did that. So, well, so I, here's... I get that, but I'm saying he still, in a sense, did the same thing. He did what he needed to do as he was hurt to there... continue to do it. Yeah. See, there was something um, when Jamie and I were sitting next to each other and we, we read somewhere, I forget what it was, but there was no minimum work requirement 
that I don't think he even had a minimum requirement for that workout, Roman. So, uh, I don't know. I, I don't. I didn't hear anything on the Roman. I did hear BKG say there was on the lift. Right. But so my question is, why is it not? If why isn't there minimum work requirement on every workout? I I don't know. That doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, you can go to the games app and probably wait. No, oh. no, probably can't. We're keeping probably it can't on the games app. We're staying positive. Yeah. I, I do have a couple of um, suggestions so, I mean, or was it feedback instead of negatives? What, what do you want to reframe that? Well, one, so one was this like masters love, like yeah. those, those 50 year old masters athletes doing single leg double unders did the exact same thing Roman did and got no love for it at all. Yeah. They deserve to have the love. Yep. <laughs> My second thing is, and this may be me, and I want Amy to correct me if I'm wrong. No problem. Not me. Uh, as I was, no, because Amy's in a certain situation. Oh, so oh. aerial podiums, and my God, how many times do we have to say she's the fittest mom? I get it. She's the fittest mom. She is a freaking podium winner. She does not need a condition added to that. She is freaking fit. I agree. And why aren't they? Why aren't they saying to um, Patrick Vellner, "Oh, you're one of the fittest dads"? It it just why do we need that clarification added on or that criteria added on? She oh, Charlie's turning. Charlie is turning. I can't wait and, to hear what's going to come out of his mouth. Oh, and she's the fittest American. Good point, Damien. Yeah. And some something that did bother me. I get it. I know that I have strong feelings about certain things. But I remember like being in for the final event, the so they do the first heat of the men's, right? Then they roll out all their barbells, bring in the women's barbells. They do both of the women's barbells, right? Both heats. Then they roll those out and they bring the men's back in and the male announcer on the floor makes a huge thing that says, and now we're ready what you've all been waiting for, the final event. The main event. The main event, which is the men's final. And I remember having a, a visceral re reaction, like, wow, like, oh, okay. <laughs> what about right. the women? Like, why, why isn't it for the women? Yes, I have strong feelings a lot. I mean, it's... It is harder to be a mom and be able to do I, that level of. I get it, and it's okay to mention it once, but my, but it's every time they introduce her, it's fittest mom. Well, she's a fittest American woman this year. She's the fittest. She's a podium winner amongst the world. Like, stop putting clarifications on it. Let her let her have her day, and I know she's proud to be a mom. Like, like we're good friends, and I know she's proud of being a mom, but. Let her also be an amazing athlete that did an incredible thing. Yeah. I want to go back and talk to Judy about this comment. Yes, Roman could have sat out and watched the double under event, but still chose to compete and complete as much as possible. I get you that. But these men in the 50 plus did it as well, and they got no fanfare. I just don't think that gets you spirit of the games. 
spirit of the game should be bigger than that. It just should be bigger. That's all. It shouldn't be just about your performance is what you're saying. Right. Round battled through. Yeah, I think it's a year round like collection of your behaviors and you know, like Sam Bricks, like, you know, when she, when she won it, like going around constantly celebrating other athletes, talking to athletes, like it's what we don't see. I think that, I think it maybe it's something that should be voted on by their peers, by their other competitors. Basically everything Noah does that everyone hates that he does. But at least asking, do we know if it's passed on? It hit, and I don't know, and and that's why I'm I'm kind of avoiding the question, is I really don't know the answer. I know at one point, Nicole Carroll would was the kind of the overseer of that award, um. So and I don't know if that has changed, uh, over time or not. So I don't want to place on one person if that's not where it's should be thrown at. Um, I don't think it's ever been passed on from. Like the the previous athlete picks the next athlete. Um, this when that was being mentioned about in the chats this year, I never had never ever heard that before. I don't believe it can be given to a masters or adaptive athlete. Yeah, I don't think so. There was a year Becca Voigt won it, and she may have been a masters athlete at that point. I don't know though. I'd have to. I'd have to go back and see. Mm -hmm. uh, Aha said that main event thing grinded her, her their gears as well. Yep. Good. Glad yeah. to hear. I wasn't the only one. So um, anyway, I would have sent a passive aggressive um, email to the announcer, but I'll just say it on this podcast instead. Yeah, I, I think as many people are there to watch the women as are to watch the men. And it's one of the few sports where that is actually the case. I agree. Um, and there's no need to say one is a main event over the other. I think it's just there is an event. It's going on. The finals are happening. Uh, you don't need to do all that. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, so who worked out today? Not me. Well, well, when are you going to work out? Tomorrow. That's good. Oh, well, that was always the plan. Good, good. Well, Charlie and I got to do handstand walks for our workout today. And what Did you get to do them in the same lane together and get to run into each other? No, because I had, had no. to do it the hour after his. But I did try to suggest to some people that they do a handstand walk into four unbroken freestanding handstand pushups. Unbroken. Wow. If it's not, not go back to the line. Nobody took me. Nobody took me seriously. Uh, Damien said Helen was programmed today. You know what's a funny story, Damien, is in Madison. Jamie went to different gyms. Every gym she went to before the, the competition started, Helen was programmed. So That's she started calling ahead to make sure Helen wasn't on tap uh, before she went. 
Uh, Mark Moss is in the chat, uh, creator of Uplift. Uh, their WAD is on 9-2, Labor Day weekend. Um, and I already, I already ordered my shirt, Mark. I'm ready. Tell us more um, about it. I have to do a wait. So we had Mark on the Thursday night show. Uh, Uplift is a suicide prevention um, awareness event. Um, Mark lost his grandfather to suicide. Um, and he is, he created Uplift to um, make people aware of what suicide does to the people left behind. And so uh, the, the WAD comes out on 9 2. And it's a big community thing. A lot of gyms are joining in on it. Um, I don't, I don't know the wad. I'm sorry, Mark, if it's out there. Uh, we've just been buried under game stuff, but we'll get some stuff posted out there for it before we get there. Um, and it's just like a big community wad on nine two. So I have a wedding that day, so I'll do it before I go to the wedding. Wad is out now. Perfect. Um, okay, I'm gonna post this up here because I want to address this too. Um, so saying, um, Kat says, I'm going to say something worse. Why praise them for working out for being hurt? I don't think it's good to teach young people for all of us to work out while hurt. Go cheer everyone on. So actually Jamie and I, again, we're watching this and we were saying, why is he continuing? He should stop. Like, and, and I, we felt like, and there was a point when Roman said, can I, can I stop? Can I stop? And like, nobody said anything and he kept going. And that was when we were like, he needs to, he needs to stop. Um, so, so I do agree with that statement. Like, certainly I get it. Like it, it, that when he was saying, Hey, he's got grit, you know, he continued through, he wanted to show us and he's a hero. Um, but I also don't think there's anything wrong with saying I'm hurt. I need to, just to, to sit this one out. Oh, Charlie, here we go. What's that? Um, love. Say it. You can disagree with me. I I, I, I do disagree. Um, okay. Because you've worked all year, your life to be in a, a position to be the best in what you're doing. Okay. And sometimes you got to do what you got to do to be the best. Now, I mean, it's the same as, um, you know, when Julie Fouché broke her foot or leg or arm or whatever, or not her arm, but whatever it was, and she still did her handstands. Yeah. Um, and it's $300,000 on the line. Like, you're not just going to be like, all right, well, I'll just, sorry, it's this sucks, but you got to at least try. That's that would be my point as well. This is a professional sport. Um, you're talking if he he took third, that's eighty five thousand mm-hmm. dollars. That is a year salary for most people, right? And to go out there and finish and be able to collect that prize money probably means a lot to Roman and his family. Okay, and. I understand the point of it's not a great example to do that hurt for kids, but it's also a professional sport where they're earning money for a living. And uh, I've gone to, to work sick. I've gone to work hurt uh, to get my paycheck. And I think that's what this these athletes are doing. I mean, I can hear both of those points. I mean, I do. 
Um, so I, I pulled up the, the, the uplift wad. Okay. We'll see it. Graham. And what Andrew said is correct too. They, you, they can, someone could have said, listen, we don't recommend with what's going on that he should be doing that. Yeah. And I'm actually, I'm going to reach out to Dr. Rocket and see if we can get him on, um, to talk about how it works in the back when all of that goes down. I mean, you think about, we talked about quarterback the other day with Patrick Mahomes. He had a high ankle sprain. He's like, I'm just not coming out. I mean, it's I'm trying All to right. make $500 million. So, Mark, if you're still in the chat, this says level four. Is that the name? Or are there different levels? Okay. So... Uh, okay, I'll look for the others. So level four, four rounds for max reps. Minute one to two, uh, partner one, 10 burpee box jump over, partner two, 20, 16 calorie row. Then for that, minutes three and four, three through four combined 200 double unders, max rep thrusters, must complete jump rope first. Both partners may work on double unders at the same time. Minute five, uh, rest, once four rounds are complete, Nailed then uh, 20 through 30 max clean. Uh, 20 max to, I get this, minute 20 to 30, find your max clean. All right. Power or squat. Got it. Okay. Okay. I like partner watts. I like rest. Also. Oh, there, level there's level three. Uh, looks like it's a little bit easier. Maybe, maybe harder. Let me see. Easier. <laughs> and then we go to level two. Uh, we, we go down. Easier. We can just say less reps. Fewer number. We'll, we'll go to my level. Um, and there we go. Minutes one and two. Uh, the four burpee box jump overs, 12 and nine calorie row then flip it, uh, combine 70 double unders or 100 singles, max rep thrusters, 75, 55, must complete the jump rope first, and then rest, nailed it again. And then once the four rounds are complete, then 20 to 30 minutes, max clean power or squat. So this is like a fight gone bad. Uh, minutes one through five, you're going through this um, kind of, like a fight gone bad style. And then when yeah, that's yeah. complete, then you find your max clean. Mac, yeah. Did I do okay on that, Mark? Hey, Kenneth, I saw what you said there about his body, his choice. I'm glad to hear you say that. I say that all the time. It's true, that's isn't good. it? All right, Damien, let's go. You can be partner too. Well, what else do we got? Um, You're going to work out tomorrow. You're going to get the brakes fixed on your car. Sure. Yeah. Yes, you are. Yeah. I, yeah, I won't be able to stand that sound. Yeah. yeah. It is. Uh, it's crazy that it happened on the trip to Madison. 
It's not crazy. It seems about just right. Or just cursed. Thank God it's never going back to Madison. That's true. It's never going back. Um, I heard another rumor today at the gym. Somebody was spreading about where where the games is going to be. And I heard two more. Texas is what I heard, and I said no. I don't think so. What did you hear? Fort Worth. Oh, you did. I heard Fort Worth, and then I heard Birmingham. No. no. I heard Birmingham. Um, you did. I heard somewhere in Tennessee. I would like that. Tennessee. I'm good for Um, Was Fouché there? I think she was, but I didn't actually get to see her. So early in the week when I was going through Vendor Village, I heard her name being announced as one of the presenters um, at the, like the community thing in the middle of Vendor Village. Mm -hmm. um, I think it'd be Nashville. It'd probably be Knoxville. Yeah. But I think, you know what I think? That Columbus, Ohio would be a great option. I do too. That ain't gonna happen. But it won't happen because we want it to. Yeah. If it's here, though, parties at our houses. You ours as in you and Amy's? No. I'm going to call Lisa. She's going to cater it. <laughs> Shit. I'm just saying it would be beneficial because I mean Rogue is here. It, less for them to travel, bring their equipment. That's about it. They also have a place at Austin too. Well, fine. Yeah, but that Austin look. There's no. Columbus has the baseball stadium, the soccer stadium, and the hockey arena. Bang, 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 bang. Yeah. yeah Clydesdale's here. We all the coverage. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Damien, I did not drop $500. Are you kidding me? I would. I, I'm about to pay for two kids in college. No way. Can't be dropping $500. I did buy two things. A Noble CrossFit Games t-shirt and a Noble CrossFit Games patch for my bag. Yeah. I bought nothing at Vendor Village. I got some Paper Street coffee. Gabe was gracious enough to give it to me um, and give me a little caffeine for the day. And that's cool. That And again, you know nothing that's going on until like Saturday I walked in there and found out that he is partnering now with Good Dudes Coffee. Yeah. yeah. I knew that Thursday night, but apparently you missed that memo. Yeah, I was talking to someone else when that must have been brought up. Yeah. So, well, let's finish the show with this. Uh, we kind of did it Sunday. What was your highlight from the games week? And don't say meeting Khan again for the 900th time. Okay. I'll think of something else. So you guys go first. Uh, okay. I, I'll say. I'll go first. Seeing Chandler back in action and and seeing him, like, he just like the last time he was at semifinals where he was really struggling. It just didn't seem like Chandler and it feels like Chandler was back, like fully back. Um, and so I thought that was exciting to watch him. I would say seeing an actual battle 
in both sides, men and women, and not it just being a foregone conclusion of, oh, it's day two and it's already over. Yeah. Yeah, I um never, Daniel. Sorry. <laughs> I won't even say it. Uh, you people. Anyway, I will say to see two really good friends of the show on the podium was really, really emotional for me. Um, when we started this thing three and a half years ago, never thought that we would be tight with Jeff Adler and Caroline Lambre, as well as Ariel Lowen and her husband, Dylan. And to get to see them both podium this year. Oh, um, that was was, very cool. So like I have goosebumps right now that they, that that happened. And then I, I got to run into Dylan in the tunnel um, after Ariel was announced as a podium winner and to get to see the raw emotion and exhaustion and all of that on him. And uh, that was just super cool. Did you do a handshake with him? Like Dylan. We actually, we actually hugged. We hugged oh, it out. Come on. You should have done the predator hug. Nah, man, it was too emotional. Yeah, but I don't think you cried. I thought you, you said you were going to cry and I didn't see any tears this time. You didn't see tears on me this year? Yeah. Oh my gosh, I cried like a baby like five times. Okay, oh well, I didn't see him. I know. He cries more than I do. Yeah. It, Sensitive yeah. Scott. It was it was the most fun I've ever had at the CrossFit Games. I agree. I it was it's been my favorite. And I and I think what was cool about it is like we all kind of had our roles mm -hmm. and we all kind of just went and did them. And it was just really seamless. And to have Jess and Teddy and Jake shooting for us and not have to worry about it. So what we shot was just fun stuff to be able to put on IG, um, getting reels out, all that kind of stuff. Um, that whole thing made me emotional. And uh, yeah, it was awesome. It was. Um, did it have a different feel with Dave being back? It had a different feel. I don't know if we can say it was because Dave was back. Yeah. The press conference had a huge difference in feel with Dave at the press con conferences as opposed to um as opposed to Justin Berg and Adrian Bosman. Mm -hmm. In um, fact, Adrian wasn't at Boz wasn't at any of the press conferences. He was not. Um and the press conferences were all business when Dave is there. There is no like there is no pre little announcement about how the day went or anything. It just is open it for questions and let's go. Yeah. What I loved about it from our perspective is our style of questioning works very well with Dave. Yes. When you, open, yes. when you ask an open-ended question to him and you don't try to pin him in a corner, he will give you gold, gold. And that was fun. That was fun. Don't give the secrets away. Well, nobody else shows up for the press conferences, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Yep. Um, uh-huh says, 
uh, seeing several of your Carolina Jeff interviews and now winning the fact that I knew them more through you sure added some extra. So thank you for that prep and all your hard and extensive work. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're awesome. They are. And he called it on the show. He was going to podium. He did. Uh, he called a shot and he, and he did it. And he, he, I actually was giving him kudos that he called a shot. And in the press conference, he's like, but I only called podium. Yes. He corrected like, you. And that was, that was fair. Well, I never said he called more than podium. I just said yeah. you called your shot and you, you completed your mission, mm -hmm. which is exactly what he did. He did. He did. Uh, did I get my wad zombie card signed? Uh, Kenneth, here's the problem. I forget to grab them every single event. Uh, they're still they're still in the case right there. Never moved. Yep. Yep. That's what the press conferences were like, and we're, and we will be at every one that that is that's what our job is there to be the press mm -hmm. to do that. So, um. Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah. It was a fun yeah. week. Um, got to hang out with Amy. Um, Charlie was there for most of the week. Got to go to a party for the first time at the games. I uh, got to swing a golf club. Not well, but I swung it. But at least I tried. The other two people in here didn't. I didn't. I. It would have been a bad situation if I would have. I'm telling you, no way. No way. I hit some weak ground balls to third base. I want to make bring the attention over. Ah. Uh, Charlie's wife, though, uh, was giving it her all. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we'll just... <laughs> The one fun part about that is if you guys have ever been to those bars with all the golf simulators and they have all the games on it, they actually have a quarterback one on there now. And watching Australians try to throw an American football is hilarious. Hilarious. Yeah. All right, folks. Well, with that, Thanks for coming. Scott, you're muted. Is he alive? There we go. Nope. Uh, what are you trying to do, Scott? Bye bye. Right, well, with that, we'll see you next time on we'll Clydesdale Media Roundtable. Bye. C4 Energy Extend and Cellucor are delivering the most effective, best tasting, and highest quality products for you. Get 20% off when you use the code Clydesdale at checkout at c4energy.com. That's c4energy.com. And now back to the interview.